Have you ever wondered what it's like to create a startup and the challenges that come up with it? Have you ever been curious about what other technologies are out there that aren't advertised on the billboards when driving around San Francisco or Los Angeles? Are you an immigrant or aspiring entrepreneur who wants advice on creating your own business? Lucky for you, we'll be answering all of your questions in this brand new podcast series, Inspired by Immigrants. Thanks for tuning in to our very first episode. My name is Sabrina Lay, and I work as a program manager at a startup accelerator called Rocketo Labs, and I will be your host in this podcast series. So since this is an intro episode, we'll be going over what this podcast will be about, who it's for, why we're doing it, and why you should listen in. In this inaugural episode, I will be interviewing Jacob Saposhnik, an immigration lawyer based in San Diego, California, who has had years of experience working with many founders and startups and eventually became an investor himself. Over the course of this podcast series, Jacob will be my partner in crime who will be assisting me with interviewing the immigrant startup founders. So this podcast is sponsored by Rocketo Labs. So Rocketo Labs is a startup accelerator that is based in San Francisco Bay Area. Some of the opportunities that our accelerator provides for startups include mentoring and feedback from experienced sales, software and marketing professionals, marketing on our company website, and depending on if there's synergy or not, revenue sharing partnerships and access to our global sales channels. So if you want to know more information about this program or how to apply, you can go ahead and visit our website at kiosaralabs.com. So thanks so much for letting me interview you, Jacob, and I'm super excited to do this podcast with you. Thank you so much, Sabrina. I think it's, um, it's a super exciting topic. And I think um, especially now that our immigration landscape is shifting, I think we are going to be heading towards a lot of interesting uh, surprises and opportunities for founders who are coming to the United States. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know you're an immigration lawyer. You know, you own your own business in San Diego called Saposhnik right. Law Firm. So how did you right. get started in creating your own business? So um, as you mentioned, I am an immigration attorney. Um, um, you know, and, and when I started my practice, I've decided to focus on um, on a niche area, which is immigration. And for me, even within immigration, I decided to niche in uh, to focus on entrepreneurs and startup founders uh, early on. So I was doing uh, like E2 visas, O1 visas for mm-hmm. uh, you know brilliant founders. So I think. Um, my, my, my beginning was um, I wasn't happy working for, uh, for a bigger firm where I was working in the beginning. And I wanted to create an environment where uh, not only I can make an impact, but also uh, be able to serve the clients in a very focused way. So they feel that we're almost like, like we are part of their team, but not just right. their lawyers. You know what I mean? So that was kind of always my focus from the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. how do I make, how do I create this, um, this vibe where, they feel we are like almost like partners. We are basically, they can call us and, and, and right. brainstorm and not feel like they're intimidated just because we are lawyers. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. So mm-hmm. that was kind of my, you know, the, the, the premise of, of, of doing the firm, starting the firm. Yeah, that's awesome. So would you say that immigration law is a lot different from big law? Because you mentioned that you worked in big law before. Mm-hmm. So what were the differences? Why specifically immigration law? Yes, I mean the firm that I was working, I wouldn't consider it to be big law, but it was it was mm-hmm. it was big enough. Like um, I think they had like thirty or forty attorneys, 
and mm-hmm. the additional staff. So let's say there were like, I don't know, almost 80 of them. Um, but it, it still was a very structured environment. You know what I mean? Right. And, right. and, um, and it's just, um, it feels that you are, you have to get approval for a lot of things and you have to, mm-hmm. you can't just be on a, a creative and spur of the moment. And I think uh, when I started mm-hmm. my law firm, and I think if you look at the, the climate of social media right now and what's right. happening today, you know, when you want to create a TikTok or video, you have to be fast. You cannot just wait three weeks to get an approval for somebody to post a video. So I think that's kind of mm-hmm. was the premise behind what the shift when I started my own firm is that you can execute right. much faster without waiting for approval from anybody. Absolutely. You know I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like technology is changing at the second, especially with social media. I feel like life right. is accelerating at a much faster pace than it was before before my time, probably. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so. and, 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 mm-hmm. and you know, the, the, the funny thing is that, um, you know, the more... I um, continue to develop my business and, and, and grow the firm. What, mm-hmm. I, what I realized is that, you know, clients, what they care about is more about whether the attorney, uh, you know, has empathy, whether they actually are interested in not only, only their case, but also uh, what's happening in their life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you, know, in, in, you know, even if you mess up and, you know, you're not always perfect, but you will reach out and you will try to make it better or you try to kind of not always justify like, oh, no, no, you know, it wasn't our fault. It's the client, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So having that right. kind of mindset, saying, you know what, we're not always perfect, but we're going to make it right um, mm-hmm. and become almost like cli- the client's um, co-pilot in no matter what venture they, they try to, to launch. And that was right. the, 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 you know, the, the premise behind how I did my firm, how I started my firm and continue mm-hmm. to do it to this day. Yeah, no, that, that's a, honestly a great, great story. So... Um, so this podcast is toward, targeted towards startup founders and budding entrepreneurs. So where exactly did you get your passion for entrepreneurship? So, you know, I'm, I'm excited about, you know, I was diving into this um, over the next few months because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think for me, it's, it was, um, you know, kind of, it, it, can't, it can't internally from the, the, the process when you start something and you're really excited about doing it, you know, it doesn't right. feel like a chore. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of these, a lot of the entrepreneurs that that I came across as my clients and people that I mm-hmm. meet, mm-hmm. you know, through the business world, you know, becoming an entrepreneur was never um, was never forced on them. It was always something that was in in them. You know, it was almost like a passion where you you have this idea and you're not afraid to execute it. And even if you fail one time, two times, ten times, you know that you have to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to somebody who is not an entrepreneur and they always go with um, with with the with the risk factor. It's it's always scary to try. Almost every right. entrepreneur that I, you know, been around and, and mm-hmm. a lot of our clients, the people that we're gonna interview on the show, I think the common denominator is that yes, they are um, scared, but they have this vision and they have to mm-hmm. um, accomplish that no matter what. That that target, whatever that is, has to be accomplished. And I think that's kind of like one thing that drives every entrepreneur is that no matter what, they know they're mm-hmm. gonna fail maybe. But that's that, that never scares them, you know. Yeah. No, I, I I'm actually also genuinely curious. Is there, you know, because I know that with you, what you mentioned, startup founders have, you know, it's hard to create a startup. Mm. So right. is there, you know, additional struggles that immigrant startups would have to face, or you know, the other factors that they would need to consider? 
So, you know, in addition to obviously trying to fight the regular hurdles, which is, you know, setting up, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, setting up the company and, and going mm-hmm. through the whole investment, getting investors, you know, foreign entrepreneurs have the issue of visas, right? So they, they, right. they need to write, they, they need to be able to legally work in the United States to mm-hmm. be able to, um, um, to be able to do whatever they're supposed to do. So not everybody qualifies for the visa. Sometimes they don't know what mm-hmm. visa they can get. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's kind of one of those processes where it's a maze, right? So uh, in addition to the stress mm-hmm. of I'm building a company right now, you, get, you have the stress of, um, well, am I going to be able to stay in the country? Am I going to be able to, right. um, you know, make it while we're going through all this, you know, the, the financing and all that. So they have the double stress of getting their visas in order, mm-hmm. but at the same time uh, working on their, on their usual struggles. So I think that's been very stressful, specifically for entrepreneurs, let's say, who come from India, China, who have no idea when they're going to get their papers. It may take years, mm-hmm. and sometimes the frustration is so um, so deep that they decide to kind of leave the U.S. in the first place. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. So, you know, I know that we're switching to the Biden, or we already did switch to the <laughs> Biden presidency. So that has that affected the way that, you know, visas have been distributed or just the climate in general of immigration law so you know while biden um you know signed a bunch of executive orders um you know we we haven't seen any major change yet you know we have a Mm -hmm. lot of uh positive things that are coming you know of course you know we uh you know there was uh, the the DACA protection and uh, and a few little things that you know proclamations were reversed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but there were no we haven't seen any major law changes but they're coming i think they're coming and i think what i would like to see more from this administration is more of a direct call for entrepreneurs and say, hey, we want you to come here. We want you to start companies. And I think one of the reasons why um, I'm excited about this podcast is because we're going to be able to um, you know, spread awareness about why is it important to create a startup visa, specifically for entrepreneurs and founders. Um, what are the impact that entrepreneurs are making in this country and why is it important to highlight them? So mm-hmm. I, would, I would expect this administration to specifically focus on startups and entrepreneurs and create maybe a program that will help them eventually um, not to worry about visas and caps and categories and just apply, you know, if you have an idea, if you have a business, if you can, you know, meet certain uh, um, guidelines, you yeah. should be able to get a visa as a founder, as an entrepreneur. And that should be it. So kind of like an accelerator program, but the American government style, where instead of- Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. They had some kind of an entrepreneurial uh, parole Kind of a thing that they did mm-hmm. they mentioned it a few years ago and they didn't nothing it didn't really take off but mm-hmm. but something like that yeah maybe like even like yeah um you should you know you come to the united states uh, go through what is called an incubator style right mm-hmm. improve yourself then um we, we, you know, we'll give you a certain kind of a temporary status for a few years and you can build your company and if you make it then we can, you can get your green card right yeah, or something like that. Or if you're already doing this, then maybe uh, based on your achievements, you can apply for uh, for for a temporary startup visa. But many countries have that. Canada has something like that. Australia has that. Um, so yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's imperative. Yeah, no, I think that is honestly a great idea. So Joe Biden, if you're listening to this, hit us up. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Let's get so, it done. Yes, honestly. So, um, and just, you know, to clarify for the listeners, is this podcast just for immigrant startup founders? So I think it's 
um, I mean, we're starting with startup founders, with people that have made mm-hmm. an impact and they have some sort of um, connection with either themselves foreign born or mm-hmm. they have a, um, um, a co-founder that is foreign born and they are, you know, and, and, and again, this is kind of, uh, but, you know, it can evolve to uh, anybody that is interested in entrepreneurship, in innovation and just mm-hmm. global, um, you know, being a global citizen, understanding where people are coming from, why they're coming here and why they're building and how they're building. Because remember, mm-hmm. I think one of the things that um, I'm excited about the podcast is that, um, you know, it's kind of like um, what is behind the mindset of an immigrant entrepreneur and why some of them are so successful compared to mm-hmm. other people that are not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the mindset of the entrepreneur is interesting for me and you know, for us to, 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 to explore that. What mm-hmm. happened to um, you know somebody who you know we have so many uh, uh, great guests coming up, uh, right. but what is what is it what is it this about you being an immigrant that helped you um, become more successful? Um, mm-hmm. What is it about you being an immigrant that uh, when you were failing or when you felt depressed kept you uh, moving forward? You know, so we mm-hmm. want to find that secret sauce and maybe um, you know use that and help people to um, to try to to uh, replicate that in their own businesses and, 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 and get them inspired. That's why we are inspired by immigrants, right? That's the whole point. Yep. We want to inspire people. Absolutely. We want them to be motivated to build, to create, and to, uh, um, to innovate. Yep. I absolutely agree. Yeah. So to the listeners out there, you know, if you are an American born startup founder, don't turn off this podcast just because you right. know, you're not an immigrant. Jacob and I created this podcast to give you listeners, you know, answers and advice on what it takes to create a new startup. And we want to help motivate you all by showing the success and struggles of other startup founders who have been in your shoes when they first started. Right. And you know, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting because, you know, you, you, sometimes you just need that little push, you know, that innovation mm-hmm. uh, uh, thing. And so, you know, when I listen to podcasts, um, I always get some kind of, um, uh, maybe a, an advice or something that I can say, oh, you know what, I never thought about it. I will use it in my own way uh, mm-hmm. for my business. And I think that's kind of the goal because you just never know what you're going to find and, and what you're going to be able to take from this. Uh, if you listen to it carefully, right? Yep. Exploring new perspectives and mindsets, I think is really the key to becoming successful and more mm-hmm. importantly, growing as a person. Right. So yeah, like, you know, I, it's safe to say that, you know, starting your own business, especially in the tech industry is extremely competitive, you know, requires thick skin, a lot of time commitment and a never ending drive to pursue your passion even if there are, you know, people close to you that don't believe in it. So, you know, the fact that you are listening to this podcast right now proves, you know, that you're willing to take the necessary steps to reach your goal. And with that being said, you know, Jacob and I are proud of you and we thank you for tuning in and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you guys.